0: This episode is sponsored by VA Buffalo Virtual Administrative Services. Do you need help with pure administrative tasks in your organization? Feel free to contact us and we will be glad to help. Thank you for joining Immigrants Making an Impact, Anna. How are you doing? Thank you, I'm doing great. How are you? I am blessed. Anna, tell us about yourself.
1: Sure. So I have been living in the US for almost 20 years now. Um, I grew up in Israel and I came to the United States in high school, but for Israel, I uh, came there when I was two years old with my family from Ukraine. Um, That's where I was born and my parents were born. So um, that kind of is how I um, experienced two different immigrations. And both immigrations were uh, at obviously different ages and had um, different difficulties uh, with
0: that. Okay, so we we will dive into the difficulty part pretty soon. Before that, from Israel, did you move to the U.S. all by yourself?
1: No, so I moved uh, with my parents and my sister, and I moved during high school. So that was a very uh, difficult adjustment just because you know as a teenager you're already having difficulties and then coming to a new country and uh, a new environment different language and all that was um, an interesting journey.
0: Mm, I could only imagine so you came to the U.S. how did you uh, take us to elementary school and how you pursued your education?
1: Sure so elementary and middle school I did in Israel um And then in high school, I was in the U.S. And um, as far as education after high school, I did my undergraduate and graduate degrees, both in the Washington, D.C. area in the United States.
0: Okay. During your education, especially on a higher level, did you know already what you wanted to do after school and hence the reason why you took a particular study? So during
1: my undergraduate, I focused on international relations, and I thought that I wanted to um, do the typical, you know, Washington, D.C. thing and work in something uh, political. Mm -hmm. But um, after I graduated, actually, from a bachelor's degree, I took a four-year break um, because I wanted to kind of get a work experience and focus a little more on what I want to do. And throughout those four years, I found the field of uh, security very interesting. So I uh, found a degree in security studies, and that's what I did for my graduate degree, uh, which led me to different careers um, before in the government and uh, right now in the private sector.
0: Okay. So I have talked with many immigrants and some of them tell me that when you travel young it's a different path because you are able to study you take your time to go through education and most of the time you know what what you want to do what you want to become so it's it's quite easier how was it with you
1: um i mean it definitely wasn't easy you mean like the education in a different country yes yeah, um, I think first is obviously the language, right? So I studied English from like a young age in uh, in Israel,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: we didn't use it every day. So it's different studying the language than having to write and read in it every day and mm-hmm. communicate. Um, also, like, uh, you know, writing styles are different. So it's a lot of adjustment there. And just how the education system, you know, works is very different. Like when I was graduating high school in the U.S., the whole process of applying to universities is something I wasn't familiar with. And my parents, because they didn't go to um, university in the United States, they couldn't help me. Mm. Um, So I had to rely on um, these, uh, what they are called in high school here, guidance counselors. So mm-hmm. every student has a counselor to walk me through the entire process of writing your essay and I was sending your application package and filling out different financial aid documents and all that. But then in the university, it was already easier for me because at that point, I've already done high school in the United States. Mm. So I felt like I, I kind of knew the system already.
0: Good to know. Thank you for sharing that. So if you would have a young immigrant who is now coming to the U.S. or has now arrived in the U.S. and is about to go through elementary school, what would be your advice for her to be able to navigate her integration process?
1: In elementary school in the United States, I yes. think that uh, there is a really good system in a lot of cities, but maybe it's lacking in some cities throughout the u s of e s l English as a second language mm-hmm. so I think finding a school that has that program is very helpful because that already gives additional resources to learn the language and just uh you know relying on community resources for young kids it's an elementary school is probably easier just because they pick up the language faster. Hmm. Um, So I think that's different than, you know, an adult coming.
0: Okay, cool. And how about university? How would one be able to navigate the challenges if you would advise anyone?
1: I think at a university, if you're coming from abroad, which like there are a lot of programs and a lot of major and I think most smaller universities in the U.S. for international students, it's also relying on the Career Center for Advice, relying on, you know, there are a lot of resources in the library, just fellow students. Uh, a lot of big universities have, every professor has a TA, a teacher assistant. So those have like, you know, after hours, you can reach out if you're not understanding the material. Um, but it's really just, you know, being patient with yourself.
0: Wonderful. Okay we will move on to once again i would love if you could reflect a little bit so through all this journey how far you have come how would you describe it how has the journey been so far
1: i think i could describe it in one word like a roller coaster
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know there definitely have been highs and lows mm-hmm. I think that I have learned through the lows to become stronger and stand up for myself mm-hmm. um, and work harder on certain things that I needed to improve. But also I uh, the highs were learning to accept um, that I am multicultural, that I'm a diverse person, that I come from different places, and that I don't need to be like everybody else to blend Mm. in.
0: That is wonderful. And thank you for sharing that. So in this community, we have one of our pillars being faith. We know that faith is the foundation that holds the building together. Do you believe in anything that keeps you going?
1: I'm not very religious, but Mm. what I uh, believe in is in the power of your support system. Mm. I think that having good supportive friends and family um, is always helpful in your immigration journey. Mm. I think the power of community that mm. is really powerful. Yes. Um, as you know, I interview a lot of immigrants in my podcast too, and the common theme has been having this community mm. and knowing that you're not the only one going through those struggles is something that keeps people, you know, powering through the hard times.
0: Okay. Thank you for sharing that. So let's talk about what you are, what's keeping you busy nowadays. And um, we we want to know how you are making an impact in your community. When we talk about impact in this community, it's about the little things, maybe the mentorship, maybe uh, your workplace. So tell us, how are you making an impact and what is keeping you busy?
1: Absolutely. So outside of my full-time work in the corporate world, I uh, volunteer as a mentor in different uh, organizations and capacities. And I mentor young students, uh, not necessarily immigrants, but and help them with career development and finding what they want to do and networking. Um, In addition, I also mentor uh, immigrants who are looking for careers, helping them, you know, work on their resume, prepare for interviews. Um, I also volunteer with immigrants and refugees in uh, in another organization. And I uh, have a podcast. It's called Immigrant Squared, where I also make a safe space, just like you, for immigrants to share their mm-hmm. stories mm-hmm. and share their struggles and give each other advice.
0: Great. I would encourage my audience all those lovely people listening, please go out there and look for Immigrant Squared, listen to her podcast and give her a rating and a review to promote her as well. Thank you. So Anna, um, we are getting close to finishing. I want you to share some practical lessons that you have learned as an immigrant.
1: I think one of the biggest lessons is be proud of who you are. I think there is no need to to hide identity culture. I think there is no need to hide an accent. I have met a lot of people, including myself, who have struggled with accent mm-hmm. and being more shy, careful that they mispronounce something. or, uh, And I think that that's something that need to be proud of. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of the things that we have as immigrants that we consider our weaknesses Mm -hmm. are actually unique points that we can use uh, to help us to reach our fullest potential.
0: Absolutely, and I couldn't agree more. It's time to invite our community to support you. Is there anything that you are doing that you would want us to support you with?
1: I'm really working just like you to highlight immigrant stories, and I think it's beautiful what you're doing, and I think that We need to connect together as a community. So I know you're in Europe, I'm in the US, just inviting people to listen to your podcast, to mine, to share their stories if they wanna, you know, share their stories on our podcasts and to know that they're not alone.
0: Thank you, wonderful. I have one more question, Anna. I want you to, if you can, complete this sentence for me. Immigrants are? Unique. Thank you. So Anna, if you do not have any last words, we will sign out.
1: No, thank you. Thank you so much for hosting me on the podcast. And thank you so much for what you're doing.